Hello, and welcome to our podcast for the Dark Corners Are. hostess tonight the gang's all here including road trip with the panda hello hello <laughs> hi how are you yeah hi how are you it's jesus thanks for being here vip vip <laughs> Well, they're, you know. They're going to start cooing here the second <laughs> you know, fucking choose a different up. song. <laughs> the new, the, the, the group. Why don't you do like the you Magic School Bus theme? Because, you know, there's still one more person here that's not here, but, you know, that'd be cool. I like that. Magic School Bus was cool. You could miss, miss Fry. Miss Free. We could remix the little Einstein's theme, th- oh, theme song. Oh, we're going on a trip. Right? our favorite rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, clearly someone's not educated. <laughs> it's just like, uh, no. Used to wake up to that song every morning. Right? That and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. This is a callback to the Colts episode because we just all got voted down. We're not the authoritarians. <laughs> 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 You're not wearing the orange sash, Samantha, okay? <laughs> no ideas from you. <laughs> know your role. Yeah, like I got, I got the smallest sash. <laughs> But today we're actually returning to some paranormal roots with the gang. And we're going to talk about some paranormal pictures that have kind of, I don't know, shocked the world. Kind of given some credence to the idea that maybe ghosts do actually exist. I mean, if anything, it created a lot of controversy and arguments. So it's worth talking about. Yeah. Ghost pictures. That's what we're here to talk about today. We're, I thought you were here to talk about pictures, but... Ghosts and pictures. Is that what it was? Ghosts and pictures? Yes. I misunderstood the assignment. Sure you did. But regardless, I I just think photos are kind of hard to to verify for one, especially if the only real source we can get is information, or information from the internet. So it's very hard to follow through. Now, I do believe that there are pictures out there that, yes, like your incident with the men in black... Or not the men in black, but the, the yeah, like the astronaut guy. Yeah, like you know, if Kodak, you know, companies like that go through thick and thin to help say, hey, prove us wrong that this is not you know altered, or it is altered, and if I can, do there might be some credence to that. Right, but not every picture can hold up on their own. So that's why I think for me and uh, Sam, you know, it's harder to choose a picture. Well, Sam, did you find a picture that you want to discuss? I just wanted to actually discuss spirit photography. And I do think that Panda's point about modern technology is real. So I think back in the day, it was easier to verify if these things were not real because it was like film that you were inspecting. Now, if you Mm -hmm. show me something creepy, I'm going to just assume that someone's really good at Photoshop. So that's kind of interesting. But 
The roots of spirit photography can be traced back to the 19th century. So during the 1850s and 60s, many photographers were experimenting with new effects. So some of these things were stereoscopic images and double exposure. So as they started to work on new effects and try to advance the field of photography, they realized that they could actually alter these images and make it look like there were spirits and actually take advantage of people that wanted that. Right, to believe. Scam. Scam mm. them. So the first person that was ever said to capture spirit photography, so to speak, was William Mumler. And he caught it in a photograph in the early 1860s. So he was a pro professional well, he was an amateur photographer that became a professional. And his lucrative business was actually fueled by the relatives of, of those killed in the American Civil War. So, like we talked about in our Ouija episode, Ouija, Ouija episode, spiritualism was really a big part of the United States because people were so desperate to find ways and pathways to lost loved ones. And they were having a hard time coping and they didn't know if they were alive or dead. So they were seeking out alternative forms of communication and belief to try to make peace with what they were dealing with. Basically deal with the passing of a loved one, it sounds like. Mm -hmm, definitely. So Mumler achieved his spirit photography by potentially preparing positive glass plate featuring an image of the deceased into his camera in front of an unused sensitive glass plate. So he essentially was putting these two things in to pose, superimpose that other, that person in. So one of his more famous efforts was the ghost of Abraham Lincoln photobombing an image of his wife, Mary Todd Lincoln. And as went after that, the list of his clients grew. However, he had one particular skeptic of his work, and that was showman P.T. Barnum, who claimed that the spirit photos were merely preying upon family members and individuals clouded by grief. So eventually, Mumler's put on trial for fraud. P.T. Barnum testifies against him. And the most damning moment in that trial came when a deliberately bogus photograph was presented to demonstrate just how easy it was to make one of Mumler's spirit images. He was also caught, Mumler was caught sneaking into people's houses and stealing pictures of their family. So just further confirmed that he was superimposing these images so on. So he's falsifying the images and, and the pictures, basically. Mm -hmm, definitely. And P.T. Barnum, who basically was a fraudster himself with some of his bullshit, <laughs> called out the bullshit of another fraudster. Okay, that's not, that's not curious. Hashtag game recognizes game, Fina. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. You're Apparently. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so... We've had all kinds of people look into and investigate spirit photography. So one of which was an English priest and medium, which seems like a conflict of interest. Right, there. I was going to say, it's just like vastly opposed to one side and another. And his name was William Stainton Moses. And he was one of the early investigator of spirit images. So by 1875, he had examined over 600 alleged spirit photographs. His view is that there was probably no more than a dozen that might muster or pass muster as something supernatural. Um, yeah, so at as ownership of cameras grew, spirit photography boomed. By the 1880s, anyone could pick up a camera and take a picture. It opened the door for some of the charlatans who were keen to lead people on and play on people's emo emotion. 
Over this period, one of the most famous spirit photographer photographs was taken. In 19 or in 1891, Sybil Corbett was taking a photograph at the library of Commonbeer Abbey in Cheshire, England. Sat in the chair in the foreground is a shot of the faint outline of a man's head, collar, and right arm. It is said to be the ghost of Lord Comermeer, who had recently died in a riding accident and who was being buried at the time the picture was taken. The photographic exposure took an hour, leading many skeptics to suggest that a servant had entered the room and briefly sat in the chair whilst the exposure took place. Most household staff, however, claimed that they were at the funeral at the time. So... You guys can see this picture. Okay, it's like a, he's sitting like in a throne type chair. Yeah, you can clearly a... see a man, but oh. it's just like he's kind of there, he's kind of not. Enough to know that it's a man. An older white man. Right? And a white he, man. He doesn't really like fill out the the chair and he's, you know, pretty translucent. So we should put this on our Facebook because it is a pretty good one and it hasn't been disproven that I've seen. Okay. Do so here, I I am fifty fifty, okay. When I see a picture of anything that has or a video that has something happen in it, my f- very first question is always, why is the camera there? You understand, and that to me leads credence to this is a fraud. This is a setup. Why are you taking a picture at that? precise moment or why is your camera rolling at that precise moment so do we know why the camera was there i didn't see anything specifically about that i mean i would love to know i would love to know more look more into that particular case i looked more just into spirit photographers because there's another one called william hope who was an established photographer and he was actually investigated by the society for cyclical research so that was really interesting. That was head by, led by Harry Price in 1922. And we've talked about this, too, going back and covering some spiritualists. And Harry Price was one of them. I was just going to say, Harry Price, for He's, those who don't know that, was an English paranormal investigator. And he was huge into the paranormal. And he basically, I, I think some people would consider him like the forefather mm-hmm. of paranormal investigation. Of spiritualism, for sure. In England, yes. And he actually exposed Hope as well for doing double exposing two plate glass plates at the time. So I think we're finding that a lot of the spirit spirit photography of that time can be concluded to this. I mean, the one guy that's investigating it investigates sixty pictures and only twenty of them he or six hundred pictures and only twenty of them actually hold any weight in his book. Okay, so a lot of fraud. I mean, that shit just rolls over. We've, we create some new technology and some assholes kind of come up with some way to manipulate it to scam people. It's, it's a shame. So yeah, there's a lot on this. So, I mean, this is another one that really could just spiritualism, spirit photography, investigations. These are other ones that could be a whole entire episode itself. Like as I started to dip into spirit photography, I just found a bunch of like brief uh, segments on spirit photographers that just went bigger and bigger and then linked back to the spiritualism roots. Right. A, a, a dark rabbit hole. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. go down the rabbit hole, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm trying to stay back because, I mean, it, we could talk forever on this. So, Polar Bear, what's your picture? Polar Bear. That's me. My picture is of the Goddard's Squadron Ghost photo. So, this one was actually one of the m- more popular ones. It was 
Goddard Squadron. Um, There's a picture taken in 1919 of whole squadron of soldiers. So the image was taken by Sir Victor Goddard. That's what it's called that. And at first, it's a, I mean, it's a group photo of a squad of soldiers. And so there's a lot of faces in it. And if you're, if you're looking at the picture overall, you're probably not going to see anything. But once you zoom in, in the very back, and I think it looks like the fourth man from the left has an extra face behind him. What looks like a ghost. So who do they think the ghost is? It's from... Is this the is the one? Yeah, that's where old boy died before yeah. that picture. Like so days. So they think it's the ghost of Freddie Jackson, and Freddie Jackson allegedly died, like you said, a couple days before mm-hmm. this photo was taken, and the cause of death was him walking into propeller of an airplane that was uh, going. So he, did he kill himself? I think a helicopter. And that's that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, the, the propeller. So from what I read about it. Oh, was he, he worked on airplane repair. Right. There, it's an air squadron or some shit. They worked in the in the British Royal. Air, yeah. air Navy or air. Right. And so he got into a propeller accident where he, I'm assuming, walked into a propeller. <laughs> because, you know, the planes back then, propellers in the front. Right. right. And, and it's just going. There's no protection around And at some it. point he fucked up. And I guess you know, based off what the comments say and shit, the the dialogue was like, "Well, he didn't know he died, so he showed up for the picture." Well, uh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> picture like, day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you if you, it's kind of like the sixth sense. You know, he doesn't know he's dead, so he just does his daily things. So, I mean, from paranormal ghost point of view, he would just keep going about his day and he's there for the picture. But I. It creeps me out because when you zoom in, you don't really see shoulders and, or anything. You just see half of a face peeking out from behind this guy's head. And it's pretty kind of sinister looking, in my opinion. Okay. Do, you, do you have it? Yeah, it's right behind that guy in the hat. So he, and he, it's funny because his head is the only. Right there? Yeah, right behind or him. Or him. Uh, so right behind him, that little oh. half face right there. That's, I think. As far as I can zoom in on now. Oh, okay, yes, you see yes. It, right? It's kind of yes. sinister looking, and he's he, his head is the only head there without a he- hat on, his uniform hat. But yeah, there no shoulders, and it's, I I mean, it's it's too clear of a face to I think be a photo defect. Right, you see a nose, you see his mouth. It's almost like you see, like a, not the silhouette of his face. But the the guy standing in front of him covers about half of the face. You can I can almost even see his hair, his hairline. Yeah, his so eyes. It's it's pretty pretty good, and it's I mean. Now this picture was taken when? Nineteen nineteen. Okay, so we're talking sometime during World War One. Right. There was some controversy that I saw that them talk about how his uh, that like. There wasn't, they're saying there's no record of Freddie Jackson ever working there, and that story was made up. But there is a record of Fred, uh, Freddie Jackson going to a hospital that was like 200 miles away, but still dying days before the picture was taken. So, 
either either or. It legit <laughs> looks like someone yeah. standing right there. Like a Freddie Jackson he was about died. to step into full blown visual. Yeah, and I mean we'll, we'll post a picture and we'll see what your guys' opinion on it is. But it's more it it's. I thought it was more than like just a regular ghost photo because a lot of them are just like blurs or uh, silhouettes, but uh, the face is very distinctive. So yes, yes, it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like I said, you know, it's it's very it's hard for me not to be skeptical skeptical about it. I mean, right? It does look good, and that's. But the problem is, it's like it's on the internet. <laughs> like it's on the internet. Like if I, I bet, and, and it's just hard to trust any sort of media output from picture to whatever. But now, I mean, you bring up a great question, but to me, let's say we, if we sold the original, let's say, uh huh, and it, you know, it's the authentic picture. I would give that credence simply because it's a military picture. Okay. Who wants to fuck around with a military picture? Yeah. Guys who were bored. Mm. I don't know. There's there. What do we call them? Trolls? Do we still call them trolls these days? I, mean, <laughs> I guess there was trolls back then too, dicking around with photography and doing their own. This thing. is true, without so, a doubt, without a doubt. And I hate being a Debbie Downer, but but it's just you know it's. And then you know sometimes it makes you wonder like oh that's such a good quality of you know his figure or his face ghost face, mm-hmm. but like. It's the odds are not matching up. Everything just doesn't <laughs> match up all the way. So it's it's just hard for me to believe it. Okay. Well, I have one that, to me, I think ha- kind of is the kickoff. This picture is pretty big in the paranormal world. Now, this picture was released in a magazine called The Country Life on December 26, 1936. This picture was taken of a staircase at Rainham Hall, England. The picture was taken by a gentleman by the name of, and I'm not sure why he's a captain, but his name is Captain Hubert Provan. He was a photographer actually working for Country Life magazine. With him was his assistant, Indre Shira. And they were actually just there to photograph the hall for a simple general article of the place. It wasn't like they were looking for the ghost or anything like that. They were like, we'll just take a couple of pictures, no problem. So (laughs) So there was a reason the camera was there. (laughs) Correct. And so they take their initial set of pictures of the staircase. And as they're doing it, Shira starts kind of noticing this mist coming out of nowhere and forming a shape. And he tells the captain to take some more pictures. And they dub this now infamous image the portrait of the brown lady. And so who is the brown lady? Well, going... Back into time, it is believed that the brown lady of this particular hall was actually a woman by the name of Lady Dorothy 
Warpool. And our British listeners will know that Warpool sounds familiar because she's actually the sister of Robert Warpool, who is considered to be the first Prime Minister of Great Britain. Now, Dorothy was born in 1686, and in 1713 she marries Charles Townshend, and she becomes Lady Townshend, and they live in this Rainham Hall. During the course of their marriage, Charles becomes irate. Now, there's some misunderstanding or there's no definiteness as to what exactly transpired, but either he believes she had an affair or she did have an affair or she had an affair with someone he didn't like prior to their marriage. But when he learns of this, he basically locks her up in her chambers for the rest of her life. She gets food. I mean, she lives on. She she goes, she lives on till 1726. But he doesn't even allow her to see her children. So she lives without living. Correct. And as such, she's now kind of trapped in the land, trapped where she died. And it is believed that it is her walking around in a brown satin dress carrying a lantern. And sightings of her have actually started since 1835. So before there was even cameras to capture her, Mm -hmm. people of substantial standing have been seeing her. And I think there was like a Christmas party going on or a Christmas, not party, but like a party, a group of people coming to spend Christmas at the hall. Right. And so the very first recording of her is in 1835 by a woman named Lucia Stone. And, you know, Lucia had some people visiting. A Colonel Loftus and a Colonel Hawkins saw her, especially when they were in their own beds, their own bedrooms. And Colonel Loftus said that he would see her again the following day. So she's getting seen not only by you know people of ranking, but she's being seen by them multiple times. Now, I said she died in 1726, so she's about 40 years old. And that's still kind of relatively young, especially for somebody who's basically cut off to the world. Well, that's probably why she died, because if you don't have any sort of life going through you, (laughs) you're not going to make it. Believe it or not, however, she dies of smallpox. Oh, even though she's isolated? That's the question. See, one of the things... I didn't mention earlier was she was the second wife of Townsend and Ooh. Townsend was known to be kind of a cruel asshole. He was brutal. So he was a widow when he met Dorothy and married Dorothy, obviously. But how does somebody who is literally cut off from the world die from an infectious disease that requires contact? It's not COVID. It's not airborne. He went in there. Or he gave her something with the disease on it. Oh, I mean, yeah, maybe the servant was talking on chicken pox and put that shit on there. Exactly. Uh, I mean, you got I mean, And I've been thinking about this because this has been bothering me, you know, ever since I started the research on this. It's like, how does a woman die from a contact disease when she got no contact? I think he gave her something. He gave her a blanket. With the that had the disease, 
on it and killed her. Mm. And, and you know, if you do some research into Charles, they would tell you he was kind of a cruel guy. So it doesn't surprise me that he has two dead wives. I don't know what happens to him after Dorothy dies. I just know that. You Leading just, up to it. Right. I mean, if he's not above locking her up for the rest of her life, I don't feel like he's above. Killing her. Yeah, killing her. Right. Just waiting for a way to figure out how to do his wife in. It just blow my mind. I don't, and it, I think what bothers me is that some of the articles that I read didn't put that together. How does a person die from a contact disease who had no contact? I don't know. Mm. So now she roams the grounds. And like I said, people of high standing and ranking. And when I say that, I even include the King of England. King George the Fourth, who I truly believe is actually Queen Elizabeth's father, saw her standing beside his bed one night, the Lady in Brown. So I kind of give this credence. For one, you have a long list of people with high standing saying, I saw her. I know what I fucking saw. And then you have a scenario where it answers my questions. Why is the camera rolling or clicking at this point in time? But they were there to do a, sta- a simple article of this hall. It was like a property piece, you know. Rainham Hall. Let's talk about its gloriousness. Pimp this house, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Pimp this castle. Yeah. And they just happened to catch her forming at that right moment. So I do think this is legitimate. So that's it. You have the picture? I do, see. actually, yeah. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I can do it yourself, bro. Just put on Nickelback, you'd be all right. Look at this photograph. <laughs> I said it earlier, but no one cared. So, yeah. oh, yeah, now you're looking totally at me. Now you're totally paying attention to me. So I wanted to say totally it went over my head. Sorry. You know, I've been p- quoting people all day. Myself. Like what? Earlier. <laughs> so this is her appeal. Oh yeah, <laughs> that shit was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. I'm a negative Nancy. Don't show uh, it to me. Shun, <laughs> shun the non-believer. Shun him. I believe in the paranormal. I do believe. It's just... <laughs> and they make it so hard. <laughs> they make it so hard. Why? So that's it. That's what we have for you tonight. On to business. Yep. Facebook. No, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Facebook page. And if you're curious or interested, check it out. Send us a request. But if you have a topic in mind or other pictures, ghost pictures, maybe pictures you think would persuade the panda to come to the dark side. Right. I mean, there was other photos on there. Like, we you know, we talked about the Battle of L.A. And there was that photo right. up there was considered to you be know, a mysterious photo because, you know, there was a, a, a UFO allegedly up there and it doesn't really show nothing, but it's like all the lights of L.A. pointing on it. But like I said, there's, there's instances where a lot of articles also say, Oh, that's fake. So then, but then all of them say this is real. So it's like, it's your own take of what you believe. And so if you believe it's real and you go and you stick with that, I just, 
I'm a Debbie Downer about it and don't believe a lot of those photos out there. So those are your final thoughts? Yeah. Okay. Polar bear? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, wasn't a lot of final thoughts on this one. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I hear what you're both, I hear what you're saying. I do. But I do think the picture that I selected is authentic. And that's all we need you to do. Right. Yours had a good story, too. Without believers, there would be no fun. Okay. <laughs> all right. So until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why we hope to meet you where the dark corners are. Oh, yeah. <coughs> like, we mute me, so my little phone doesn't mess with me. Too late. <laughs> Bye, Sam. Bye. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Went out to get some scratchers, and I guess he won, because that was 20 years ago. Have to get milk. He must have raised the farm. <laughs> I don't get to be here to see your pictures. Like send them to me. Uh, you, you I'm actually probably going to post them on the Facebook. Yeah, you can see on Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Which reminds me, can you please fax that or text that to me? Fax it. What <laughs> year is it? <laughs> can, can you deliver it by pigeon, please? Hello. It's all right. Bye. Oh, this is a screenshot. Hold on. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> Yes. Yes. No. Yep. 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 I had the right one muted. Then. No. No. Hello. Yeah. Now there you go. Okay. Drugs.